Welcome to the World Harvest Church podcast channel. We hope you enjoyed this message. Good morning, everyone. So good to see you all. Are y'all awake this morning? Are you ready and excited for the word this morning? You know, we should be excited about the word. It's what makes the difference in our life. It's God talking to us. Amen. Are you excited for the word this morning? Well, it's a privilege and an honor to minister this morning. We'll see what God has for us, right? Just draw and pull, respond. Hallelujah. This morning, I want to talk about putting your faith in God, right? And how important that is in our life. Let's open up our Bibles to Psalms 28, verse 7. Psalms 28, verse 7. It's so important to remember to have faith in God is to have faith in his word. Like I just said, his word is him speaking to us. We need to know what he has to say about our situation. We need to know what we have in Christ. We need to know these things. And it's all in his word. All that Jesus has done for us, it's in his word. It's all in the word of God. So many people are searching for an answer when it's simply right in front of them. Do you hear me this morning? The answers you need, a lot of the answers you're seeking are in his word already. But how much time do we really take to meditate in his word? It's so important we build our foundation on the word of God. It's dangerous to focus on one thing and neglect the word. It's dangerous to focus, like Brother Hagin would always say this, you stay right in the middle, not on the ditch on this side, not in the ditch on that side, but the word is our main focus. Amen. So I'm going to read this passage right here. Psalms 28, verse 7. The Lord is my strength, my impenetrable shield. My heart trusts in, relies on, and confidently leans on him. And I am helped, therefore my heart greatly rejoices. And with my song, I will praise him. To trust in him is to trust in his word. We have to have faith in the word of God and that it'll work for us. Do you hear me this morning? We have to have confidence in his word. That when symptoms try to attack you, you're reminding yourself, I am healed. He's already said that belongs to me. I'm relying on that word. A lot of times you don't need to come up in a ministry line. You can receive all that you need from meditating on the word and getting it big in your heart. All that you need, he's already provided. Get in the word and learn about it. Get in the word and and know what belongs to you. Because when you already know what belongs to you, the devil can't steal it from you. When you know it belongs to you, the devil can't steal it from you. When you know it's already yours, you know the devil can't steal it from you. Do you hear me this morning? Hallelujah. All that you need, he's already provided. You need to know about that. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, we have to remember the word of God is the light in our life. In Psalms, it says here, your word is a lamp to my feet. It's a light into my path. You know, 
when, you're, when, you're, when you walk in a, sometimes there's places in my house where the light switches across the room. And I don't know about you, but I like sleeping when it's nice, pitch dark. I don't want any light hitting me. Sometimes there's a little TV with a little light on it, like a little red light glowing or something, or a thermostat, or something that has a glow on it, and I gotta cover that. My mom is completely opposite. She, when I, when I used to travel with her growing up, right when she woke up, the blinds were open, didn't care if you were asleep still, the lights were on. It'd be middle of the night, growing up in the house, and all the lights were on. I don't know if you've ever seen those things where it's like there's people who are lamp people, and then there's people who are overhead light people. My mom was all of it. She was all of it. That's just a side, that's just a sidetrack story for you. It has nothing to really do with uh, what I'm about to say. But, like, there's places in my house where the light switches across the room and you turn it off, and then you gotta walk and you're, like, feeling around. I have a little dog, a little Frenchie, so sometimes I trip over her. I, I got a pile of clothes or something I need to do. I trip over. You know, you start stumbling around, right? You're trying to find your footing, right? Well, that's how I see life when it comes to the word. When, you're, when you see yourself stumbling in life, you can't really get your footing. You can't really... You can't really uh, navigate. You need the light of the word in your life. The word is him talking to you. It's God himself speaking to you. We need that light in our life. So when you find yourself in a dark place, you find yourself stumbling. Build your foundation on the word. Get in the word. Focus yourself on the word. Amen? Make it the center of your life. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It's so important. We cannot blame God for everything right. when we never took time to get in the word in the, in the beginning. Why am, I, why am I constantly dealing with symptoms? Why am I constantly not having enough? You don't believe that what's already yours is, you don't believe it. It's not big in your heart yet. It's not big in your heart yet. You have to wholeheartedly, with your whole heart, believe it's yours. Faith is not just believing God can do something, but it's believing he can do it right now. Right now. That no matter what I'm facing, God can pull me out of this situation. Because his word says so. A lot of people are putting up with so much because they haven't got the revelation that it's already theirs. It's already theirs. When you know it and it's big in your heart, you, you obtained it. You obtained it. You say, no, nothing that is coming against me, it doesn't belong to me because it's going against the word. The word says I'm healed. The word says I have a full supply. It already says that. So why am I putting up with it? It's not big in you yet. You know, when you tell, when you tell kids they're going to Disneyland, they're bringing it up all the time. When are we going? When are we going? They see themselves there. They, wanna, they know what shirt they're going to wear. They know what outfit they're going to wear. They know what it's big in them. Can we confidently say all of the word is big in us quite yet? I don't know if we can all say that, but we should be able to say that. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we have to build our foundation on the word. We have to. Let's go over to Let me see here. Let's go to Matthew 7:24. Bear, can you hand me a water bottle right there? 
Matthew 7, 24. And it says here, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew, and beat against the house, yet it did not fall. Because it had a foundation on the rock. That's the word of God. This is an analogy of what life will look like when it's built on the word. A life built on the word. Well, what does that look like? It's putting the word first place in your life. That's simply building your foundation. Putting the word first in your life. Putting it first in your thought life. Putting it first in what decisions you make. What does the word have to say about this? What, have, what do I need to focus on? You know, I love something my mom says, and it really helped me. She said, if you're struggling to meditate and, and, and read the word, go to something that is specific to what you're facing right now. Yeah. Meditate on that, feed on that, and go from there. Yeah. I think so many people try to digest so much at a time that they kind of get a little bit lost in it. But when you focus and meditate on something specific to what you're facing, you know, back when I was a teenager, I really dealt with, with um, uh, the spirit of fear. I really dealt with that a lot, and it affected my physical body. It, I worried myself sick, essentially. And I knew the sickness wasn't what I needed to address. It was the worry. That was the, that was the open door to that. So because I knew that, I really took time to focus and meditate on that specifically, and when I got good at that, then I was able to grow myself spiritually into other th- things in the word, right? But I want to encourage you in that. Don't get so overwhelmed that you, you, dis- you just neglect it entirely. Focus on something that you're facing right now. And go from there. And the Holy Ghost will help you to understand more and more. But you got to start somewhere. you got to develop that hunger. You've got to initiate it. All that God has provided, it's already yours. you got to step out and take it. Amen. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. So let me read this passage right here. It says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, if you don't know what to do, you're not going to act on anything. That's why the word is so important. You have to act on what you know. If you don't know it, You have nothing to act on. Your faith will be hindered. Do you hear me this morning? If you don't know what the word has to say, your faith will be hindered. It's not enough to believe God will do something for you. You have to believe he can do it right now. And if you don't know what he can do and what he's already done, you don't know what to obtain. So many Christians are living life not knowing in their heart what he's already done for them and taking it for themselves. You have to believe it with your whole heart. You have to get the answers that's in the word big inside of you. You don't want to just repeat what you've heard, but you have to meditate on it. Get it big in your heart. Just like I said, kids that go to Disneyland, they get it big on the inside of them. They won't stop talking about it. What you're saying on a daily basis, what you're talking about is what's big in your heart. What you're spending time doing, that's what's big in your life. You have to build your foundation on the word of God. 
And everyone that's in your life will benefit from that. If you have a family, this is essential to a victorious life in faith. You have to put your faith in God, and to put your faith in God, you have to know what the Word of God says. Amen. Hallelujah. And it says, the rain came and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because its foundation was on the rock. Amen. Hallelujah. Your faith will be hindered without a solid foundation. I can look back on so many things with my family's life, what my mom's faced, and she has responded so gracefully to so many circumstances and situations for one reason, because she had a strong foundation already. And because of her foundation, it impacted my life. Because of her response to my dad's home going, it affected our family's life. Her strong, solid foundation impacted other people. It impacted this whole church. Who can say her response, her faith has been an example to us because she knew something. God dealt with her to meditate on peace for years. Why? To build her foundation up. So when situations came, when the winds blew, when tests and trials came, it was already big inside of her. So you need to be sensitive. What is God leading you to meditate and focus on? What is he trying to build up big in you? Because one day you're gonna, you may face something and you'll recognize that's why. That's why. And I've come to learn a lot of the times when God's leading me in the small things, it's the same leading I'll get in the big things. Don't neglect those small leadings. When you feel a pull to meditate on something, submit yourself to that. Surrender yourself to that. And open your heart up to receive because he's trying to teach you some things. God's trying to teach you some things. And you need to build that foundation up strong on the inside of you because you're going to need it one day. You know, everything that Jesus has provided for us, we all need to know what it is. But, you know, sometimes in life you just have to really hone in on what you're facing in that moment and get skillful at that. Get skillful at that because he'll teach you some things. Amen. Let's go to Let me see here. Let's go to Acts 16:22. I'm going to read out the amplified. And like I was saying about the word being the light in our life. The word is a lamp unto our feet, it's a light unto our path. When we walk away from the word, we're walking away from that light. Protect it. Protect your time in the word. Amen? And I want to read this story about Paul and Silas. And a lot of you know this, but in Acts 16.22 it says here, the crowd also joined in an attack upon them, and the rulers tore their clothes off of them, and they were beaten with rods. And when they had been struck with many blows, they threw them into prison, charging the jailers to keep them safely. He, having received so strict a charge, put them in the inner prison, the dungeon, and fastened their feet in stocks. 
But at about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the very foundations of the prison were shaken, and once all the doors were open and everyone's shackles were unfastened. You know, they had their praise big on the inside of them already. That was, they already believed that they were going to be delivered. They were just expressing what they already knew. And when they acted on what they already knew, a miracle took place. How many times do we miss our miracle because we didn't act? And we didn't act because we didn't know. Lack of knowledge. It'll rob you. It'll steal from you. Know what belongs to you. Don't go through this life letting the devil beat you up. I mean, they really had every excuse to not respond right. But because it was big on the inside of them, they knew God would deliver them. And a miracle took place. Because of their response, I said a miracle took place in this prison because of what they responded out of, what they flowed out of. How many times do we just settle and sit down and say, I'm going to sit in this defeat because you don't know? I don't want to sit in any measure of defeat because I had lack of knowledge. Amen. Amen. We have to know his word and we have to know what belongs to us. We have to know the victory that Jesus won. It belongs to us right now. And I'm not going to live this life defeated because I didn't know some things or I neglected to get in the word and to, and to meditate on what belongs to me. You have to get it big on the inside. Young people, don't let your parents do it for you. You know, something I always say is, my mom, she never forced anything upon me when it came to God or the plan of God. She lived an example for me. You know, she, me and Stephen laughed because there were times where we did have like these times of like where she's like, we're doing Bible studies every morning before school. And it was like really regimented. Like she really had this whole like chart down and stuff, this reading chart. And it was specific to like Brother Hagen books and stuff. That's fine, but we laughed because it only lasted like a, like a week or something. Because, you know, getting us up and out of bed and stuff, which is fine. But I'm saying she never used the plan of God as a discipline. She never used the word as something to attack me with. She simply lived it, and I got to saw the result of her living in the word, living a life of the word. And when she, when she was faced with things, how she responded to those things. And that's what made an impact on my life. I'm not doing anything right now because she's forced me, but because I, I have a hunger in my own heart for the plan of God and the things of God. I've seen what the word can do in a life. And I, and I treasure that and I protect that. You need to know what the word can do for your life. Look at what other people have, have come to learn and come to testify of what God's done for them. It can be done for you too. But you have to prize and prioritize the word of God in your life. Do you hear me this morning? Hallelujah. Like I said, she never forced anything on me, but she simply lived an example of God's goodness, his mercy. You know, 
that's separate than disciplining me as a parent. But when it came to a pastor as a spiritual voice in my life, she never was accusatory or attacking with it. She simply lived it. And it developed a hunger in my own heart. So I don't know if that helps any of y'all specifically when it comes to children and stuff, but you know, it's important to live it. You can't expect them to walk out a life on the word when you aren't living it yourself. Paul and Silas, their response affected other people. How they responded affected others. Your response will affect others. How you decide to live your life will affect others. It's important that we prioritize the word of God, amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to Luke 6, 45. Are you being helped this morning? Luke 6, 45. It says here, a good man out of the good treasures of his heart brighten forth that which is good, and an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh, When pressures in life come, and your response to that pressure, that's the real you. Whatever front you may have, whatever you may portray to have together, when pressure comes on your mind, when pressure comes in your life, when the devil shows up with a tragedy, in those times, that will expose the condition of your heart. That will expose what your heart is putting its faith in. Are you putting faith in things going smooth or when things are convenient, when all the money's there, when all your kids are doing okay? Is that, is when circumstances are working in your favor, that's when you're, when you have faith in God? It's in the times where it seems like faith is lost. Everything's, lost. That's showing in those times what's big in your heart. I can look back to when my dad passed away and how my mom responded showed what was big in her heart. It showed faith. She had her faith in God. When When my dad left this earth, the plan of God did not leave with him. The plan of God did not leave with him. Our faith was in God. And she made it plain and clear. We're not veering off. We're not going some other direction because things changed. We're not giving up because a a chapter has closed. But there's still a plan. There's still a purpose. And our faith is in God. Our faith is on his word. He has made so many promises. It belongs to us. Our faith is in him. And that's what will pull you through. Your faith in God. You have to, you have to, you have to build a foundation right now. Even when things are going good, you have to follow those leadings because he may be building up a man. Developing something in you 
to prepare you for what's to come. You need that. You need that time of preparation. You need that building on the inside of you. Amen? You have to. Hallelujah. So it says here, for the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh. When pressure comes, that's when all that starts to come out. When that pressure comes, when you're faced with something unexpected, when tests and trials, when the devil's beating on your head, that's when what's big on the inside of you will come out. Paul and Silas, what was big on the inside of them in that moment, they were beaten, they were stripped, they were in a dark place. They had every reason to question God and to lose faith. But in that moment, they decided to pull out what was already big on the inside of them, praise and worship, a shout of victory. They drew that out. And because of that, a miracle took place. So it doesn't matter what you're facing. It doesn't matter what, what, you're, what you're dealing with in your life. No matter what dark place you're in right now, it doesn't matter. Because if they can have a miracle take place in that environment, I promise you, God will show up. His faith, your faith will meet you there. You have to have faith that no matter what you're facing, he can come in and make a difference. He'll make a way where there seems to be no way. He can do that. Nobody else can do that. No other thing can do that. No other God can do that. No other person can do that. Can come into a dark place and make a way. Shake up that place and make a way for your life. God can do that. But if you don't know he can do that, you won't expect it. You have to know that he is the way maker. You have to know he already made a way for your life. He is the healer. He is the redeemer. He is the provider. He is that. But if it's not big in your heart, you won't pull on that. You won't expect it. You have to have faith in God. And to have that, you have to know what his word says about your situation. You have to build your faith on the word of God and expect, expect it to work. I always say this. When I'm obeying God and I know I'm supposed to be uh, taking a step of faith in the direction, I say, the pressure's on you. I'm putting the pressure on the word right now. It's not on me. I'm just, I'm just being obedient, willing to step out in faith and say yes to the plan of God. Sometimes faith is simply just showing up. Just simply showing up to the place he called you to be at. Just showing up. You know, sometimes we overcomplicate it and we say, well, faith is simply just the manifestation of something happening. Like Paul and Silas, that's faith because of the, of the miracle that took place. No, faith is simply the first part, yeah. worshiping and praising God. That was where the miracle took place. That's when it began, yeah. simply just worshiping. Sometimes we try to put a label on what faith looks like. Faith is simply just showing up to church and saying, I'm here to receive my answer today. My pastor is led by the Spirit of God. God knows what I need, and I'm expecting to hear from heaven right now. Simply just showing up. You know, we, don't, we discredit ourselves so much, and the devil will, will beat on your head and say, it's not enough. But sometimes just showing up is the first step to your miracle. It's the first step of faith that you're taking to God. It's miracle power to manifest. It's simply just showing up. Do you hear me this morning? There's been times in my life where I don't, you, you just gotta, you can't even think about tomorrow. You can't even, you can't even, uh, you can't even uh, figure anything out. You just show up. Just get out of bed. Put your clothes on. 
Just worship him. If you don't know what else to say, just say, thank you, Jesus. You're my healer. Thank you, Jesus. I'm free from hell, from the pit of hell. You saved me. All this junk I'm dealing with, who cares about it? I'm focusing on you. That's faith. You're my redeemer. You're my savior. I know what you did for me. And what I'm dealing with right now, it's not going to be my future. But sometimes you just got to just gotta get out of bed. You just gotta, you just gotta show the devil you're not gonna give up. You're not you just show the devil you're not gonna quit because your flesh just is fighting you and fighting you, and situations around your life are fighting. Just get up and show up to where faith is. That's why it's important to have a church that preaches faith, because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And I wanna live a life pleasing to Him. I wanna live a life that He can, uh, I wanna be a person He can use. Not just somebody that always has to come and be rescued, but somebody of faith that he can use to declare the truth of the gospel. You know, we get so caught up and forget truly of what we're supposed to be doing. It's to spread the gospel all around the world to know, so the world would know that a Savior came to redeem the world, that God loved the world that he sent his only son. He sent Jesus so we can be free. If Christians can't even get out of the ditch, man, what are we to the world? We're not a light. We're to be the light. The word is the light. Jesus is the light. But if we don't have that being on the inside of us, we're not a light to this world. What do we have to bring? We have to bring something to this world. We have to be an example. That's why, Brother Copeland, this is an example church. I don't want to be someone that someone else is always trying to pull out of a ditch. I want to be somebody of faith that God can use, that will say yes. I'm not... God's not expecting perfection, but he's expecting somebody to say yes when faith is presented to them. When an opportunity is presented to them, say yes to the plan of God. Say yes. My faith is in God. It's not in my ability or my own self or my self-image or what I can do in my own talents. It's all on him. I do this not because my mom makes me or because it's a job. I do it because I love God. I love Jesus. I love his word. I've seen what it can do in my life and it can do in others' lives. And I want people to have it. There's people hurting out there. There's people that are out there with no hope. There's people that need this truth. And if Christians can't even get the basics down, we're useless. Yeah, you're born again. You're going to heaven. But what else do you have to offer to others? You're here because somebody else said yes to the word, that said yes to the plan of God, who had faith enough to say yes to the plan of God. We're a result of other people saying yes to, to the word and living it out and having faith in God. We're all a result of that. Hallelujah. I don't know. I'm just. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We have something to do in this earth. But we have to build our foundation. We got to get it right down to the basics. Build your foundation on the word. And God can use somebody who has a strong, solid foundation. Because no matter what comes against that foundation, it's solid. Imagine building a home on just dirt with no foundation. I mean, you saw in San Diego, these houses were being washed away. Uh, you, you know, it's, it, it, it can happen. But you have to understand, a foundation that's strong, it will withstand every single thing that comes against. There's home, there's, there's structures today built hundreds of years ago because of the foundation of it. That's just a natural example, but 
the word of God says when we build our life on the word, that foundation will stand for years and generations and generations. Uh, Ed Dufresne, he trail, he was, to me, I saw him as a trailblazer. He saw things that are happening today years ago. You know, it's funny, we're, we have all these articles of him in the 70s, and it says Jesus the healer. You know, y'all know the, the vision he had about hanging on a satellite declaring Jesus is the healer. He was really picking up what we're doing right now. And he, he pushed and fought and, and, and lived a life of faith, took steps of faith, pushed through. I mean, everything. He was somebody who was on, in the natural. When God spoke to him on that barstool and said, you're going to go all over the world and, and preach the gospel, he was very unqualified. But God found somebody who would say yes. It's not about a perfect person, but it's about somebody who's going to say yes to God when he speaks. And we're a result. I, I mean, I still look, I, there's things in my life that happen, uh, even divine connections. And it's all because of, it all, it all points back to his obedience. Things in my life today, uh, the, I mean, the broadcast, all these things, the wonderful things that are happening today in this ministry, even in my life, I always look back and say, it's because he said yes to the plan of God. Not just because he's my dad, but because a man said yes. And a lot of us can say the same thing. We're here because of one man saying yes. And it's not to just to glorify him, but it's to glorify God. To show you what, when one man builds a foundation, so many others are blessed because of that man's foundation and, he's, and his commitment to the plan of God and saying yes to the plan of God. I, I, I see how important it is. It's not just for my life but it's for future generations. I said it's for future generations. His foundation and him trailblazing the way for this ministry has caused us to come up and to build further on that foundation. So just don't think about yourself. Think about the future. God's plan is so much greater than you can really realize. He has orchestrated everything before you were even born. He saw your life, your grandchildren's life. He sees so much further down the line. You have to put your faith and trust in him that maybe what you decide today can affect so much further down the line. So I want to encourage you today, build your foundation on the word of God. Put your faith in God. But to do that, you have to know the word. You have to know what belongs to you. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Are you helped this morning? Yes. Hallelujah. A little bit different flow. You never know how it comes out. I knew it was in my heart, but you know, you just gotta, just gotta step out. Faith, right? Hallelujah. Were you stirred up this morning? Hallelujah. Well, why don't you stand up? Let's just glorify God for a moment. Jesus, we magnify you. We honor you. We bless you. Honor you in this place. We magnify you. Thank you for joining us. To learn more about World Harvest Church, please visit our website at defrainministries.org.